Hi everyone, I'm Joel Gould and welcome to the new edition of NRL.com's Pearls Preview Pod. We're coming to you from the QRL studios in Brisbane, as we always do. And we're going to preview um, the eight NRL games we've got coming up. And it's going to be a fascinating uh, round uh, 13 of the NRL because, Steve, there's so many teams here all on the same points. It's quite remarkable uh, when you look at... The, I've just got the table out here in front of me now. The the eighth place Eels are on for twelve points, and so are the twelfth place Cowboys. And they've just got the Warriors and Panthers just behind them. So we've got the the Eels, the Broncos, Dragons, West Tigers, and Cowboys all on twelve points. It, it, it's after a, thirteen rounds. After thirteen rounds, Joel, you you thought the way I, I suppose that's sort of the way it does happen. But you know we had our dominant teams, and they're starting to, to lose a few of those games. You know when you talk about the Roosters. And the like, so, and then you get a few of the teams like Broncos are probably a good example. Um, in in their own right, I'd be very happy the way the table has end up, you know, banking up like that because um, any other time, any other year, possibly could be totally different where they wouldn't even be near that. You know. Exactly. Sorry, it's it's round fourteen we're coming yeah. up to. Sorry, I got that mixed up. But um, you're right, and it's very interesting to, that we look at that we're. We've had 13 rounds, and eighth place is on 12 points. Like it's hard to imagine 24 <laughs> points being the cutoff for the top eight. I've got a feeling it's going to be more like 26. Yeah, but that's even low. Historically, that's a low low number. But you could you could finish on 26 points and make the eight. So, so Joel, what's that say to you about about the competition? Does that make it a good competition um, when it's like that, or you know, do you do we like? have the dominant teams or do you think that just brings everyone back to, to the even playing field really? Well I think it's good for the competition I, I, I do well I did think that there was three outstanding teams in this competition as in the Storm, Rabbitohs and the Roosters and they're, they're leading the comp. We've seen the Knights go on that uh, six game winning streak to get into 16 points and, and to be in fifth position the Raiders have been going pretty nicely for most of the year and they're on 16 and the Sharks are on 16, and then we've got the Sea Eagles on 14. So, oh, look, I think it is good for the competition. Yeah. I, I do. Uh, I just but, but I don't think... I think there's a, a big void between some of the teams that are on 12 points and the Melbourne Storm, for instance. Yeah. I don't think the Melbourne Storm's got too much to worry about unless those teams improve a hell of a lot, if, if they're ever going to come across them in a finals match, for instance. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and that, that's the thing with the Storm. And, and, look, you can put the Roosters... Uh, probably in that category as well even though they've, they've had a bit of a slip of late um, you know with all their guns there uh, they're, they're very hard to beat you know what I mean they're sort of they're a bit like the Storm to be honest there's there's them and there's a bit of bit of space between well I guess this is always going to happen to the Roosters and the Rabbitohs in particular yeah. this origin period uh, they've banked points so they've done that and now they're going to have a few issues coming through the next two or three weeks. Yeah, uh, definitely. I'm sure, I'm sure Wayne would like to get a win or, or two and then the, the bye and, and go into post-origin on, on 26 points would be where he'd like to be, of course, yeah, uh, he, after the Origin 3. Yeah, he would have been shattered um, you know, with last week's performance. But, um, but you know, that, that's the way it is. It's Origin period and you can be hit and miss. Okay, well, let's have a look at um, the, the games we've got coming up. We've got the Raiders... Hosting 
the Sharks on Thursday night, and this is a cracking, <laughs> potentially a cracking game of football. These two sides are in form, both coming off big wins. How about the Raiders? Some of those skills, oh, uh, amazing. So they were playing Premier League. Yeah, you know, soccer. It, yeah, it, it's just that they're playing a good brand of rugby league at the moment. I really, I enjoy watching them, and obviously a lot of people do too. But uh, Ricky's really got these boys on song, and you know, this is going to be a really tough match. We know the Sharks are like. Um, you know they'll tr- they'll try and grind out a, a win, but um, I tell you what, Canberra at home, um, they're going to be hard to beat. They are, and we've seen um, Ricky make a few changes in, in positionally. Nick Kodrick playing in the centres. Aiden Caesar returned last week and had an absolute blinder for the for the Raiders. He was sensational, but equally the Sharks welcome Wade Graham back, mm. and uh, you did speak. Steve there about grinding football well they took it to another dimension with um, Wade Graham uh, playing his ball ball playing ability yeah. uh, along with his toughness adds a real extra dimension to them but having him down that uh, roaming away down that left edge uh, devastating well he's only got to have another good game you think he'd get back in origin mix as well <laughs> it's an amazing amazing achievement isn't it, yeah, it is. one one Game back from a serious injury like he had, he, he turns on a star-studded performance like that, uh, oh. an outstanding performance rather, and he is right back in the mix. Yeah, and and you know he probably, you know, lucky for him uh, for his Origin career that they they had a loss because, I mean, they're in all sorts, and we'll talk about that. But New South Wales are doing the blame game at the moment. Well, that's right. The pressure is on New yeah. South Wales. Uh, but fortunately um, for Brad Fittler, he does have some very good um, <laughs> yeah. options uh, in the forwards. And, and Matt Pryor, of course, is another one with David Clemmer out of the picture with an injury. Um, Matt Pryor done the job before, and he's also playing really well as, as a prop. He's a different style of player to Wade Graham, so it'll depend on what Ricky wants. Uh, sorry, what um, what Freddie Brad wants. Brad Fittler wants. Uh, in the makeup of his side, I guess. But if you're looking for a like-for-like, like, I, I guess, f- from a prop point of view, well, Matt Pryor would have to be in the mix along with someone like Regan Campbell, Gillard and Matt Lodge. I think Wade Graham offers just so much. I've actually I've actually um, mentioned I'd love to see Matt Lodge um, get a run. Um, probably, mm. he's probably, when you look at that, possibly seen as the lesser of the three. But for me, uh, he... His footy this year has been, he's probably been, he's consistent, one of our best players at the Broncos, and he he wouldn't look out of place. No, he wouldn't, but I, st- I still think um, Campbell Gillard and, and Pryor have been there. Yes, yeah. And I, I'd, I'd be going more likely with Matt Pryor uh, yeah. in, in my team if I was picking it. Although Matt Lodge would certainly do the job. So who, who are you tipping in this game? It's a Thursday night belter. Yeah, there. mate, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going the Raiders. Mm. I'll, I'll tip the Raiders too, just because of the fact they're at home. Um, although the Sharks do have Josh Morris back on deck, uh, that's a real addition. Sean Johnson's been listed amongst the reserves, so he's not far away either. Uh, he could make a return from a hamstring injury. Okay, Friday night, the Titans are hosting the Warriors. Uh, two teams with contrasting fortunes last week. <laughs> Titans are outstanding against the Broncos. I thought the Warriors played okay in the first half against the Storm before fading. They um they don't know how to put sides away or go on with it sometimes the, the Warriors which is a concern. It's, it's it's been an ongoing concern, Joel. Uh, you know since I think since the club started, it's you know they they seem at times uh, they've shirked it that that um, that way of they they play, but 
it creeps back in, um, you know, to the season. That they get a lead and then they give it up. Yeah, and it's just it's really hard to pinpoint what happens with them. And I think as a even as a player and we're playing, we said we'll just do get we'll cop the onslaught for twenty minutes, mm. and then they'll run out of puff. And and that that's that's not what's happening. I know they they're different these days, but it's nearly like that. It's in their mentality that that that's the way it happens. And unfortunate for them because that's what you never know what you're going to get. Um, with the Warriors um, so yeah but still a very good team they are a good team they are a good team but uh, I, they're, they're not a team Sean Johnson used to get them out of trouble a yeah. lot I, I can remember some wins there was one last year in Canberra where he, he got them out of a hole he's not there anymore uh, and, and they're, they're, they are getting to leads or, or having good first halves we've seen them have a good first half against the Broncos and, and were pretty naive I thought with the way they played in the second half and then against the Storm although that's a tough assignment they did lead yeah. but then um, the Storm overpowered them but the Titans were the, they're the story of the week I guess when it comes to the Queensland teams a fantastic performance against the Broncos uh, Steve Tyrone Roberts uh, just phenomenally good oh he's uh, great and, and that's you know what they needed from him with Ash Taylor taking some time out from the game uh, the Bryce Cartwright is back for this game um, and him and Tyrone Peach are going to play in the back row because Kevin Proctor's got a, a fractured eye socket and, and Keegan Hipgrave you've got to love him but uh, he's suspended again <laughs> <laughs> he's a fiery fiery player I do like Keegan as a player but uh, he's, he's probably getting suspended more bottle. often than he'd like yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what did you make of the Titans performance and, and who you think is going to win this Look, one I, 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 they were impressive and that's the thing they're, they're that sort of team and it's they're probably a little bit like the Warriors just the way they've been going I'm not sure what they're going to come up with next week or who you know who's going to step out there but it could be totally different to to the way they played last week and I hope not because um, I'm backing the Titans I, I think at home uh, they will get the Warriors but you know just so impressed uh, with with Roberts uh, in the way he's playing and obviously he's doing that because you know they have their forwards uh, are doing a, a decent job but you know there's, there's nothing wrong with their forward pack so um, I, I'm going to back them at home um, you know and, and Roberts is on fire at the moment he is and I'm backing the Titans to win this one as well a big game for Jared Wallace he's yeah. uh, Joe Offenhangarway looks like he's out of origin too with a lacerated um, a deep laceration of his leg so Jared Wallace, Tim Glasby, and probably Christian Welsh are all knocking the door down. So big game for Wallace, who, who's been well, playing quite well. He had a big game uh, last week, um, and he, I, I think he'll be the pick. Um, he'll, he'll want another one. Kevy will ask him for that. Give me another one, another mm. good game, <coughs> and he, I think he'll be filling in for Joe Offengale. Do you? Well, I, I've got a feeling it might be Glasby. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, he, because he was eighteenth. He was eighteenth. He was eighteenth. Yeah, you're right. He's eighteenth man. I got this. I got to meet. Uh, Glasby in camp and he's a nice lad you know and he's a great footy player so yeah obviously he will be um, but you know I think um, Wallace can throw himself back in the mix he can he certainly can and if if, um, if Kevin Wallace wants to, a big frame uh, I think Christian Welsh would do the job that Joe Offahangarway does so he, he's on the cusp he's come back from that meniscus injury we'll talk a bit more about him in a moment but um, we'll, we'll move on to the um, the Cowboys this is the Channel 9 match on Friday night, uh, the, the, the free-to-air TV game. Uh, Cowboys hosting the West Tigers. Uh, the Cowboys were pretty tough and pretty unfortunate. They got a couple mm. of decisions go against them that um, 
could have easily gone with their way in that loss to Manly. The West Tigers were very disappointing in their in their big loss, uh, so that they'll they'll be disappointed from their performance last week. Uh, not 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 impressed <laughs> with them at all at the moment. Uh, Michael Morgan's playing fullback. We've got Asiata and Clifford in the in the halves for for North Queensland. They, they really are having some trouble. With injuries, um, Mitchell Dunn with his shoulder injury, um, Jordan McLean with his hamstring. So they've got a few issues there. Uh, the, oh, West, look, the, the, the Cowboys, they're still chipping away and getting some I, wins, I, but I th- they're, they're right down on, on players. Yeah, that, they'll be they'll be thinking that... 11 that, players out, I think, yeah. 10 or 11 anyway. Yeah, well, but still, they're still playing you know, not bad footy. As you said, they, they could have went anyway last week, and um, I'll, I'll back them up there because... Um, the Tigers just just aren't impressing anyone at the moment. So uh, I, I think you know the, the Cowboys with the dis- disappointment last week will want to come out and, and give this one a real good go. So I think they'll win. Mm. Well, the, the Tigers <coughs> were very ordinary against um, the Sharks, weren't they? Yeah. I guess sorry against no. against the Raiders. Uh, sorry, yeah, they got hammered by the Raiders. Um, they, they were very ordinary, don't you think? Yeah, I, I do. They just it's. It, it's funny, you know, we're talking about these teams that, because you know they, they've been playing some really good rugby league this year, and then but then you, you come out with performances like that, and you know they've probably done that a couple of times this year as well. And so it, it's one of those, it's an attitude, mental thing. What you know, what are we going to get this week? You know, must, um, and I saw, a, I think they're signing Tim Manor, um, and Benny Elias. Or can I just mention this? Benny Elias wasn't too happy with that. I don't know if you see his comment around that. Um, so he said, "I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay him in monopoly money, counterfeit money, I think <laughs> counterfeit <it's>, money." <laughs> like, well, that was a Benny Elias quote. If there ever was one, wasn't it? How good is that? <laughs> well, uh, it's pretty unfair oh, on Tim Manor. It is unfair, uh, but on him, Benny, but... it's a typical Benny quote. <laughs> oh, it's like he says it like he thinks it. Doesn't he? I know when I used to work at Rugby League Week, uh, he used to get me in a bit of trouble. Well, I used to love interviewing Benny Elias. To be honest, he would fire up and around Origin time. He loved to giving it. He loved giving it to Queensland, and because obviously at League Week we had New South Wales and Queensland, we wrote about both of them a lot more than you, you know yeah. we would here. In, if you're working for a metro in in Queensland, it's all about Queensland. Yeah. But we obviously had half and half. It was, and, but yeah. <laughs> he, he used to give it to the um, Maroons. Oh, he's, he's I'll never forget uh, one story he um, he came up with um, because his farewell game was the same one as Mel Meninga's. And uh, he he said uh, ahead of Lockie's uh, final game that um, we'll wipe that. We'll, he said they had Mel Meninga masks when um, when he was playing up here <laughs> in, in his last game, and he said we wiped the masks off their faces then, and we'll wipe the masks off their faces this time around. It when Lockie was playing his last game, well he was wrong. Uh, yeah, Lockie yeah. ended up going out a winner. Yeah. But uh, Mel wasn't very happy with that story. I can tell you, yeah. he was not happy. Well, it's funny. I just wonder what else Benny has paid with and counterfeit money in the past <laughs> that he comes up with that comment <laughs> well this time of year he's usually sunning himself somewhere in the Mediterranean I've, I've actually called him and he's lying on a beach in Croatia or somewhere like that <laughs> Wouldn't, doesn't look out of place <laughs> yeah well I think he has been back home to, yeah. to where he, his yeah. homeland in, in Lebanon as well but he loves the Mediterranean and, and um, the beach. I'm, I know funny. that because he's he's a good he's a good man. I I, I really enjoy the company. We, we, yeah, so do I. And uh, we miss we miss the likes of Elias and yeah. um, guys like him and Chris Close. Oh yeah. And um, who oh, yeah. else? Tommy Rodonicus, yeah. of course, still kicking and and. and oh, Blocker Roach. I mean, I, I did a, a I did a function with Blocker late last year and 
It's just good to be around. They're just funny men and they've got some great stories. They do. And they, and they really used to understand how to, to build up an origin game with oh, some of their yeah. comments. Uh, Choppy was fantastic. I used to love interviewing him. And Tommy has given me some of the best stories I've ever written, I think. Uh, because of him, mind you, it's some of the things he said in, in interviews. Amazing. So funny and prepared to say what he thinks <laughs> as he's uh, Benny Elias. Okay. Cowboys for me. We got, we got sidetracked yeah, there. Ca- but ca- yeah, Benny took a side. But yeah. <laughs> Cowboys. Yeah. Cowboys for me. I'm going Cowboys as well. I think they'll win that one. Uh, St- Storm, we, we moved to Saturday uh, now at Amy Park. This is a belter mm. of a game as well. This is some really good <laughs> matchups here. This Melbourne Storm hosting the, the Newcastle Knights. Oh, yes. um, the next day, uh, Cameron Munster and Callum Ponga will fly to Perth yes. to prepare for Origin 2. But this is exciting, isn't it? I know they're not playing in the same position, but Munster versus Ponga, a, a team with Ponga in it. Um, this promises to be a really good match. But the Melbourne Storm, wow. How good? How good are they playing at the moment? They've got Cameron Smith yeah. there uh, through Origin again, and that makes a huge difference for them. As I say, that team, as long as Smith and, and Bellamy, is always, obviously he's a coach, um, but as long as they got Smith there, uh, they're, they're always a threat. Look, very impressed with uh, Newcastle at the moment. I love their brand of footy and what they're doing. Mitchell Pearce is on fire. He is. And, yeah. and Ponga's been on fire as well. He's back. He missed the last game, so that's yeah. a big boost to them. Yeah. But uh, I think down there, still, you, you can't go past the storm. Um, you know, they'll, they'll come out and do their thing, and that, you know, that it's not always that exciting, but uh, it gets some wins. And I think they'll be working on trying to just, uh, you know, uh, dampen the play of Newcastle and just slow them down a bit. And not, I think the storm will do that. Some great battles in the forwards. Saifidi uh, in fantastic <coughs> form for the Knights. Uh, Sofa Solomona in the opposition. Glasby uh, playing for an Origin yeah. jersey as well as for his Knights. And uh, Christian Welsh is on the bench, and he'll he'll be looking for a big one off the bench. Um, just some big bodies in, in these forward packs. These and you know, and Storm are just outstandingly massive. It, it's huge, you know. So I, I really love watching them go around. And but I, I think that's where the Storm will. Beat him, and that that'll beat him. Beat him in the middle. Yeah, they will. Bit. They will. And and Cameron Smith, we saw some of his sublime touches uh, last week against the Warriors. That just the the change of direction, subtle pass here, oh, uh, control amazing. with his kick, little kick. You know, it's you you want to sign him for another five years if if you could. You just give him what he wanted, just to keep him there. <laughs> but yeah, if I ask Craig Bellamy, I go make just keep playing, just keep playing. I I see no downward trajectory in Cameron no. Smith's play. If anything, it's hard to imagine he could get better than what he has been, but yeah. it, it's almost like he is. It's it's quite remarkable to see see him. And you, you could say now, well, I don't see any reason why he couldn't play for another two or three years. Yeah, exactly. I, don't, I don't see any sign of, no. of, of fading physically, no. mentally. No, and we have with the great players, you know, um, we, we did see that, you know, with the great players you see towards, you know, you sort of know, well, yeah, they're ready to go. You can see that mm. uh, with him, not at all. No sign. No sign whatsoever. No, no. Phenomenal. Phenomenal footballer. Probably the best we've seen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. getting, it's getting to that point, isn't it, where yeah, you, you, he's right in the, as Wayne Bennett would say, he's in the grand final. Yeah. That's for sure. Okay, so you're tipping the storm, Steve. I, yeah. I, I go just lean towards the storm. Although the, the Knights are playing oh. with so much confidence and, and having oh, yeah. Ponga back in the number one jersey, that's that's a really big thing for them. 
Another really good game coming up at ANZ Stadium on Saturday night. Uh, three weeks ago, you would have said well, Rabbitohs will win this easily against yeah. the Panthers, but you wouldn't say that now. The Panthers have, have come back to the uh, fore, as we thought they would at the start of the season. And f- f- for once, they can name the same 17 uh, yeah. that, that did so well to beat the Roosters last week. Um, we've got Regan Campbell-Gillard coming into really good form, uh, and he's playing for an Origin jersey. Uh, James Maloney and Nathan Cleary together yes. last week. What, what, what did you make of the Panthers? Are they a team that can go on a run and make the well, eight? I think they can. Uh, they seem to come out of that cloudy period, whatever was going on there. And I think when you you watch them play last week and you see Cleary and... You, um, so you see Jimmy James Maloney. I mean, he he was red hot, and I think that you know when the team's going really well when he's on fire and leading them around. And um, if, if they can repeat that, they're going to be very hard to beat. They are. They're yeah. going to be very hard to beat because Souths are going through a tough period. I mean, Wayne's got a few injury concerns. Yeah. He's also got um, suspension concern this week. He's got Cody Walker coming back at five eight, which is a good thing. Um, Dane Gagai. Uh, is moving to the wing and Tom Burgess is. Oh, I thought you were going moving to the Titans. Eh? Oh, no, he's not. Dang just, move, just moving to the wing. Yeah. Well, South <laughs> put out a statement today, and Wayne's actually quoted in it, oh, saying, yeah, yeah. saying that um, he's happy in, at South and he's not going in. Yeah, it's just talk. It would be talk because Dame would be very happy there. I'd, I'd say, especially under Wayne Bennett. So. Yeah, I would have thought so too. And, yeah. and look, he's, a, he's such an unselfish player. I can't imagine. That just a positional move would 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 concern him that much. Yeah, I mean, look what he's done for Queensland. Yeah, exactly. Playing on the wing. Exactly. So yeah, I, I don't think he's going anywhere, mind you. I've had this conversation uh, around a few players this year, and they've taken off a couple of weeks later. <laughs> no, well, he's not going. <laughs> he's anywhere. not going anywhere. I'd be very confident of that. Uh, Sam Burgess is obviously out because he's having that shoulder operation. So, so they're down See, on troops. So they are. But they really miss Sam. I, I, I think mm. just that leadership role that he plays and. Um, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna go against Wayne this week and um, going for the Penny Penny Panthers. Yes, I'm tipping the Panthers here too. I, I like the look of their team, the way they're playing at the moment, and I I, I think they can go on a bit of a run, the Panthers, and, and make the eight. Yeah. I, I think they they're um, they're capable of it. They just need their four and against is a concern, but if they get enough wins, that won't be an issue yeah. for them. But I think they can continue on their merry way here for sure. A huge game at Bankwest Stadium on um, Saturday night. The Eels, uh, who were very poor uh, last week in their loss <coughs> to the Sharks, loose. They were loose. <laughs> and, and Brett Arthur said afterwards, he would, we, we need to work out whether they're a full-time or a part-time football team. Yeah, that's right. Broncos were, were very ordinary against the Titans. Some very disappointing performances there in the middle of the field. Uh, Turpin was great. Uh, playing half and hooker um, because he had to go to half because um, unfortunately Tommy did and injured his ankle and is out for a, a month or so. Uh, so they're, they're down on him, but they do get Oates and, and, and Matt Gillett Alex back. Alex Glenn's out too, I think. Alex Glenn is also out. Yeah, correct. Uh, so look the, Eels, <laughs> the Eels um, are a team that can blow you away or they can be blown away. So they're, they're a bit hard to work out at the moment. This is a very difficult game to tip. It, it is, mate. Um, you know, do do I go the safe option and just go f- for my team? Um, I, I think the Broncos might struggle with this one. I, I just, you know, playing at Bankwest, um, you know, the, the Eels obviously not happy, as you said, Joel. They can come out and blow a team apart. I, I think 
Um, I'm going to actually go for the Eels in this one. I just think the Broncos need to show me a lot more, um, and with that consistency, um, I think, and I, I think that's where they're at at the moment. I think you're going to get win this. I just think with the uh, their age of the players, that's what you're going to get with them for the for the rest of the year. Is they're going to be in and out of games, but uh, mm. gee, the Eels are going to be hard to beat. Well, they are. They're <coughs> a very hard team to tip, the Eels. Uh, but and uh, they're just too hard for me to tip at the moment. And I, I do like the Broncos side. I look at it. They've got Sewer Flegler Carrigan on the bench, and they've got Pangai Junior, Fafita Gillard in the back row, and Haas and Lodge up front. Mm. That should be good enough. I think if, so long as Anthony Milford can have a better game than he did last week, well, uh, the, he, he wasn't involved enough for my liking. They've got Sean O'Sullivan, mm-hmm. and so they've got a new halves combination, which is going to be interesting to see how that, that unfolds. It's um, Sean's first game for the Broncos. He, um, he's been in some good form in the Intrust Super Cup, uh, and we've seen him with a show and go, uh, make, yeah, some, make yeah. some breaks, and he's got a nice left foot. So his kicking game will be handy. Mm. I think the Broncos can win this game and will. Yeah. But I'm not tipping them with any great confidence. But I can tell you that, that these two teams, whoever loses this game, has got a few problems. Yeah. Well. Because they're both coming into some tough, tough fixtures. The Broncos have got three away games in a row. They've got the Knights and also the Sharks after this one. They won't want to lose this. No, they, they, they've got everything to play for. And um, as you say, though, Jolly, it... it it is hard to tip the eels, um, but you're tipping them. Oh, did I say that? You did. I say that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how dare I? Okay, so I'm only tipping them. I'm only tipping them because it was my mum's favourite team, and she loved Peter Sterling. Well, you love Steve Ella. Yeah, uh, zip zip man. And mum used to always say to me when we were playing the, the eels, and she'd come down and watch whips, and she go, she goes, Bucker, you know, I'm going to go for the eels. And I said, Yeah, it's all good, mum. It's all good. So what she'd, she she'd, Bucko, that was my nickname. So so she uh, she always backed the heels. Didn't matter whether I was playing against them or not. But she'd always tell me. I go, yes, I know. <laughs> what, Sterling was the man. Was oh, it? Sterling was the man. Yeah. yeah so. Wow. What a player he was, and yeah. what a team that was. That early eighties team that that um, won three comps in a row. Oh, amazing! I still love watching their footy, and uh, you know they they play the replays. Of, those grand finals and just those games back then was just amazing to watch. Mm. Well, I mean, you guys backed up to win comps, but a three-peat to, yeah. to do that, and they're the last team to, to, have, to have done that, to have won three in a row, and, and they were a team a team for the ages, really. Yeah. I used to love watching them. Yeah, amazing. There's something special about their football, Brett Kenny. There? Kenny, Sterling, Growth, yeah. and the Zip-Zip man. Yeah. They're the ones that stand out to me. I was only um, a young lad at that time, but they're, they're the ones, and Cronin, they're, they're yeah. the ones that st- stood out to me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, fantastic team. Okay, Sunday we move to Lotto Land, formerly known as Brookvale Oval, for <laughs> <Lotto> <laughs> where the Sea Eagles host the Dragons. Uh, the, this promises to be another uh, g- good match because the Dragons hit some form. No, no surprise that they hit form against the Bulldogs with Corey Norman back in the... T- uh, look. He is in outstanding form. He's had that period off. The Dragons were, were poor when he was gone. And he, then when he comes back, they start to click. And he brings that, something to that team, doesn't he? Oh, um, he's playing well. He, he's sort of surprised me. I mean, I had my, my view on that move at the start of the season. We, we had that discussion. Um, but he's actually... Paul McGregor's got him playing really good footy. Um, he's playing with the team, not, not playing as an individual, mm. even though they say you do that. But... 
Um, so, yeah, look, they're going to be hard to beat, I, I think, St George. And hopefully they need to back up uh, with another win. Um, so St George for me. Yeah, well, the, both these teams uh, are coming off wins. So Manly, for once, I mean, Des has had so many injuries to his team this year, but for once, um, it's the same 17 that beat the Cowboys last week. So that's a, a really good sign for the, for Manly, I think. Yeah. Tom Travojevic, he's going to be uh, certainly better for for his run last week. He's back at fullback and playing. If he have a really good game here and, and come through, he'd be almost a certainty, I think, to come into the New South Wales side yeah. on the wing, I'd, I'd imagine. I'm really impressed with Cade Cust for Manly. He's yeah. a real tough player. Just what sort of player that Des would love in that number six jersey. He used to have Kieran Foran, of course, back uh, when Manly last won the Premiership in, two, in 2011. Uh, and when they beat the Warriors, Kieran, that was Des's last year at Manly before leaving for the Bulldogs. And mm. uh, Kate Cuss, different style of player to Foran, but he's got that toughness and, and he, he backs himself. Yeah, I'm really impressed with him. They complement the DCE, I think. Um, Does mm. you know? So uh, when you when you've got a player like him, um, you know that DCE can run around and uh, you know direct the team around the field. Mm. I've said a lot, but I think to Power and Fanua Blake uh, in tandem are two of the best props, club props going around at the moment. They're yeah. playing some really good football. Yeah, look, he's, he's done more with them, um, Desi. The, the way he's you know turned the the team around. To be honest. Um, He's done a great job. We all know he's a good coach, and he just he can put that steeliness into a team, and he's done that with this team. But um, yeah, so what? what uh, but I'm going to go against them. I'm going to I'm going to go for your team, the Dragons, um, in this one. Well, I'm hoping the Dragons win this game, but I'm tipping tipping the Seagulls to win at Brookvale Oval. I think this is one of the best teams that Manly's put on the field. Yeah, uh, they, although they put it on the field last week, but at home. I think they'll do the business, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> that was hard, Joel. That was hard. But I do, I do have a soft spot for Manly. They're my second team, actually, oh. Steve. Because, oh, um, it's because of Graham Eady uh, when I was a young fellow. That's my first memory, as I've said to you before. Of I, don't know, I don't know if they're in my top five. Yeah, well, I used to love, I used to love those guys. And when I was a kid, we went to, in 1978, um, my Ross Hill Public School from Inverell, we went down to play in the state uh, knockout and we, we we got to the uh, final and we got beaten by Penn and Hills. We got beaten 3-0. Uh, and it was a really tough, torrid affair. But that week we stayed in Sydney, uh, we went out to Brookvale Oval and we also watched a game that was at the Sydney Sports Ground. And we, we met, I, I remember getting the signatures of um, Alan Thompson, uh, Max Krillich, <laughs> Terry Randall, all these guys, and Graham Eady. And he was my. I used to love watching you know, Graham Eady play. And I, oh, I, I, it, it, a great guy too. As a player, Joel, it wasn't a. It was one of those trips, you know, to Brookvale. The Brookvale uh, that we didn't look forward to. Well, I didn't. Mm. <laughs> the sheds weren't great. It was just. It was just all around no good. And then you hit the field and just special fans there at Brookvale. So right on top of you. <laughs> right on top of you and you know, they don't mind giving you a gobful. But yeah. that, that's a, that's how footy was. And it was uh, who, but who are you up against mainly for Manly? Who are your centre partner? Oh, Terry Hill there. Um, 
Just he would have given you while. plenty, wouldn't he? Oh, he wouldn't shut up. That was mainly the main thing. Um, <laughs> he, he loved to chat, Terry. Uh, I, I got on well with him off the field, but uh, yeah. So Terry Hill, um, yeah, I, I really can't remember. Uh, <laughs> he was about the only one I can remember. <laughs> well, as you ran past them, you don't really get a good look at them, Steve. Don't really worry about my position. <laughs> So, okay, you're tipping the Dragons and I'm, yeah. I'm tipping the Seagulls. Um, it's always a tough game for me, that one, but I am a Dragons supporter, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I think Manly will win that one. Okay, the Roosters. Um, this is an interesting game. The Roosters at the Sydney Cricket Ground up against the, um, the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. It's Dallin Watini's Lesniak's first game for the yeah. Bulldogs after signing with them. He's playing in the centre, so a big, big occasion for him uh, to build his new club at the SCG uh, of all places. Um, now Latrell Mitchell and Angus Crichton are back. Great for the Roosters. Now you had a bit to say in your column last week, Steve, about Latrell. You yeah. felt like he, um, he he was really. He, you felt like the injuries worse than what had been I, said. I, I really. Be, what I I believe he's carrying an injury, and they're just playing him for the sake of having him play. I think he needs a rest. Um, well, he had a rest. He had a rest last week, didn't he? Yeah, but you know whether or not that's enough. I mean, I th- think they got to think about his um, welfare and his well-being because you know, I think it's affecting his rugby league. I mean, saw him um, obviously uh, in Origin last week, and he had all the space, and he puts it in the air, he puts it across the field with a kick. I thought, well, that's not him. That's not the way he plays his footy. But he, mm. it's just like he didn't want to run. So. Uh, I think they got to look at his welfare, and I'm talking more physical. Um, I, I think he's right in the head, and um, I, I'm not sure what um, uh, Freddie Fittler was going on about. But uh, you know, it, with him back, and ho- hopefully um, he's back and he can get back to his running game. Mm. Well, I, I think Kevin Walters will be hoping that people get off uh, Latrell Mitchell's back. <laughs> he's one of those guys. We know what a superstar he he is. And you often find when a, a player of his abilities has has a few uh, quiet games that, that, that a belt is not far away. Yeah. So that 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 would be the concern for for, for Queensland coming into the, the second Origin game. I guess for the Roosters, they they need to start winning some games again because they they won't like what's happened to them. No, not in at the all. The last three weeks. No, that that they'd have to take that personally, and I hope they do that. Could they'd be hurting around those losses? So. Um, you know, I think they'll turn it around. I mean, Canterbury uh, obviously didn't have a great game last week, and I, no. I just can't see them um, doing anything in this match. No, I can't either, unfortunately. Uh, the Canterbury Bulldogs fans must be wondering where the next win's coming from. They'll, they'll certainly be hoping Watini Zelezniak uh, can, can add something, and, and he will. It's a good centre pairing, actually, him and Will Hopawate. It's a pretty good centre pairing. But, yeah, you can't go past the Roosters, can you? Especially coming off these losses... And still, They're a very, too good a still a very hot side, so uh, and one of the contenders, uh, no doubt, for the premiership still, despite having a mid-season slump, which isn't surprising, no, considering some right. of the injuries they have had and yeah. the origin uh, as well. Okay, well, we're both tipping the Roosters there, Steve. Um, uh, origin, uh, we, we've got that just around the corner. We're off to Perth. Well, Queensland, so long as they get through injury-free, you would think just one change. Joe Offerhengaway looks like he's out, yeah. so it's it's out of Welsh Glasby and, and um, Wallace. You, you're, you're tipping Wallace. Well, you, you would go with Wallace. I would go with Wallace, um, but obviously, you know, Glasby's been in camp and he's 18th man. And look, you know, that might be way heavier look at it. But you know, Jared Wallace did have a good game last week, hmm. a couple of hundred meters, and um, you know, Kevy want a repeat 
out of him. I'd, he'd be chatting to him about it. You know, give me another performance like that this weekend, and mm. you're back in contention. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what the selectors uh, <coughs> are going to do there, but I, I fancy Glasby yeah. would be ahead, and they usually like to take. I think if they go to Perth, but they are going to Perth, they'll take an 18th man that probably is new to yeah. the squad. So if 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 um, if Glasby comes in, I, I think Welsh would Welsh, be the 18th yeah, man. Definitely. That would be my tip. But uh, look, you you may well be right. You you've been spot on with your your Queensland tips. All those Broncos that you tipped to play for Queensland, yeah. you were very bullish about for feeder and off oh. and go, and you were 100 percent right. Stars on the night they were so. And that's the thing. So going to this game um, in mm. Perth, this game's going to suit Queensland, I believe, more so than, mm. than New South Wales. Why uh, is that? Why, why do you well, think well Kevy had to work hard around his uh, directing the mix, <coughs> the attention of the players around you know, his coach whispering stuff and all that. So he did a good job with that. Um, this is going to be suit him even better because there's not going to be as much hype mm. uh, in, in WA um, flying around with, with the origin. I mean, there'll be a little bit. but um, So that takes a bit of pressure off Kevy and the team. Mm. Um, obviously, news as well, the same thing too. But um, I just think we're better suited um, in this away game um, compared to New South Wales. And New South Wales, I mean, they're, they're playing the blame game at the moment and pointing fingers. And so, you know, you sort of know they're panicked a bit. Um, so, very confident that Queensland will go over there and, and actually get the series. Mm. I think Queensland will win as well. And I, I think. Pretty scary talking to Callum Ponger. I mean, look, this guy—he's just so so cruisy and un, not phased by a thing. But in the in the dressing room, he was just you know, like sh- just shrugs sometimes. Says that's what I do, you know. Like I'm, uh, I'm just playing. But he said, I, "I know I can be better." Yeah. And I, I want to be better. You've never played your best game, and that's pretty scary because if there's something better coming from him. I'd love to see it because I think what he did in the game uh, one with those two passes is stamp his absolute class on, oh, yeah. on an Origin game in a way that you'd expect Darren Lockyer to have done. It, it, that's the sort of thing Lockyer used to do: pick his moments, chime in, throw yeah. two oh, he's, clinical he's, passes, one right to left, one left to right, uh, cut out balls, hit the the wingers on the bread basket. Phenomenal stuff. Yeah, for a kid to do that in that you, arena. How, how impressive is that, Steve? How, how hard it, is that to do? It right? is, mate, and it's it, it takes a special kind of player. He's definitely one of them, as, mm. as we know, but to then stand up and do that in the Origin Arena, and he did it twice, um, just shows just his all-round uh, you know, playing skills as a rugby league player. He's got it all. Mm. Well, who's the best passer of the football that you ever played with? Well, Kevy Walters, obviously, and Darren Lockyer. Um, mm. I was fortunate enough to play with both of them. Um, mm. So, yeah, both. I, I was very lucky to, to play outside um, Lockyer and, and Kevy Walters. Yeah, well, Kevy's obviously the coach of this team. He would have loved those passes. Oh. They weren't they weren't the classic out ball, of course, that he used to throw no, at you. Just but they were, they were beautiful precise, face mate. balls, weren't they? Sort of Lockyer-like passes. Yeah, think. and they're, 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 they're more the Lockyer style, um, and, you know, just, just knowing, having that vision, and mm. they would have that provisional vision. It's, it's only a quick thing um, mm. Mm. You know, to have a look up and just have a quick look at what you got. You don't have much time to think, and he took took the right options both time. Okay, well, let's look at the blue side. David Clemmer is out. We know that. A lot of talk about the halves. Yeah. I mean, the guys they only lost by four points. Okay, they lost by four points. He went with Cleary and Walker. I presume Walker because. Kiri is obviously unavailable. It seems a bit harsh to then drop Walker. 
I mean, that is a bit panicky to me. It is. and Don't you, you think? I mean, like, you, you why like the, the panic? You lost by four. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what that, I would be thinking. But it's origin, and they that's what that's what happens in, in origin, mm-hmm. in the origin space. You do panic, especially if you you lose the first game where they, they would have been so confident that they'd come and win here. Um, I think they had a pretty good track record. Um, and they, they'd be disappointed, uh, Brad mm-hmm. Fittler. And, but I don't think that means... Walker needs to go. Uh, he's such a good player. I think they need just keep stick that solid. team. Yeah, yep. stick solid. I mean, that's what um, they they they're trying to say. Oh, we, we've got the you know the Queensland spirit, and they keep saying they've got it. But if they panic after game one, well, they don't have it because mm. you know Queensland have been known to stick by their players. Um, so I, I think Freddie should stick with the halves he's got. Yeah. Well, Kevy did change his halves last year, but that was only after the second game was lost. Yeah. Uh, he gave Ben Hunt another crack at it and then changed it for game three but still kept Hunt and it's been very successful playing at hooker even though he came off the bench last year in game three but I I find it hard to understand why you would chop and change the only thing is 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 if he's obviously sticking with with Cleary that you Maloney has won a series with him before Mm. that's that's why I I imagine he's considering yeah but can Maloney be picked on the back of one good game. I mean, you know, see what he does. He's this played weekend. a couple of good games, I think. Hasn't yeah, he? he's well, been pretty really? good form. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, look, I, I do think Tom Travojevic. Look, he was part of a winning team. I don't think Nick Kodrick did anything wrong. No, but um, you'd think that he would come in. Oh, he's would too he, good. Too wouldn't good. he, Tom? Yeah, for, for I think so. He, he's definitely got to be in in the mix um, mm. in that team. I, I'd bring him back. Mm. Um, such a good player and. Um, and you can play him anywhere. That's another thing you can play anywhere uh, in, in that back line. Mm. So it is hard, you know. I look. I think they will. I reckon they'll they'll get rid of Walker, mm. uh, which is unfortunate for him. You think they will and bring in Maloney? Yeah. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. yeah. I think so. What about Wade Graham? Would you uh, would you bring Wade Graham in for Jack Whiten to play as a as the 14, or would you stick with Whiten? Oh. Because if, if you're bringing in a forward. Well, like if you bring in a prop forward, you're not bringing in Wade Graham. I guess he's a different style of player yeah. to to the style of player that Clemmer is. Who's going to give you those big yards? And yeah. I guess you're looking more at a, at a sort of at a Pryor or a Campbell Gillard or a Lodge. But would you bring in one of those three and then also bring in Wade Graham? Well, yeah, you know, it, it's a tough one for him. You know, especially with Wade Graham back. Um, mm. I, I, I'm. I hope he doesn't drop Jack Whiten, um, you know, but um, you just don't know uh, what they're going to do there. But you, it's, to have James Graham there, um, Wade, Wade Graham, sorry, uh, you know, I think they'd want him in the mix. Well, he adds so much, doesn't he? No, um, does. where, where are you going to play Whiten? What does the coach want to bring Whiten on? It would be mainly, I imagine, to play, to cover the, any the, 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 the outside back yeah. The halves, yeah. positions, but he's hoping not to have to bring him on too much, isn't he? If, well, that's if, right. if he, he doesn't really want to bring off one of his halves, no, so well, he's more a contingency. But can Wade Graham? Can they re- rearrange some things and, and play Wade Graham off the bench? Well, they probably could. Mm. Um, you know, he's a good player. I mean, he's good with the ball as well. Um, so you know, if they got desperate, I mean, he he can he can throw a pass. He's, he's a very smart player, mm. obviously. Mm. Okay, so what would you do? <laughs> what would I do? I, look, You're I, sticking with the team and just bringing in someone for Clemmer. Yeah, I, 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 I hope he does. Just mm. to show a bit of faith, um, you know, in, in and the Lodge. Players. So you're saying Lodge, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see Matt Lodge get a run. Mm. Okay, well, thanks for that, Steve. Um, we'll talk some more about Origin 
next week and we'll get your uh, prediction and, and how the games is going to be to be won. We'll do that next week. Yep. Talking to you from Perth, I suppose. Yeah. Will I for the column? I don't, I'm not quite sure what happens to the podcast next week. I'll be in the other side of the oh, country. Well, NRL could fly me over. That's okay. They, we, they we, could. And we could do it over there, John. They could do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to let them listen to this. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be back. Uh, whether it's next week or the week after is yet to be determined. But we've got other podcasts on NRL.com. Fantasy on Tuesdays with Chris Kennedy and Dominic uh, Brock. Thursdays with the Late Mail crew. We've got the Broader Game with Katie Brown, Alicia Newton on Thursdays. We've got the Power Wow with the Sour Wow on Fridays. And the Sunday Session with Chris Kennedy and Craig Wing. Wrapping up the round that was. We'll, we'll talk soon, Steve. Thanks, John. <laughs>